Welcome to the Thrive with Duff podcast. I am your host, Sarah Duff, and I am a 40-something self-love junkie who is on a mission to help you do more than just cope and survive in your life. I want you to thrive. In the episodes, I will be covering everything from personal and spiritual development, relationships and dating, health and wellness, life design, ruts and hard times, and a whole lot more. I will call you out on your BS and share real life experience and actionable ways that you can develop a rock solid foundation of self-love so that you can finally get out of your own way and start thriving in your life. If you love the episode, I would love you to give it a rating on iTunes. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening, then please share. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode. Welcome to my Friday night. Yes, something something that I've never done before, which is to sit on a Friday night with a glass of wine, which isn't my normal Friday, but this Friday it is, and have a little conversation with you, even though it's a bit one-sided. Um, but it didn't. This wasn't really planned. I was trying to record this episode during daylight hours and um, whatever is going on with my hormones right now, it is um, impacting my ability to be able to string sentences together um, and also keep my train of thought. So I'm going to do my best during this podcast to do both of those things. Uh, I make make no promises. Um, So I had tried to record several times during the day in between client calls and doing other work things and it just was not happening. So I took myself out for a walk because sometimes you need to just step away from whatever it is you're trying to do, um, change of scenery, change of energy, um, and then come back to it. So I went out for a walk, went to the shop, got some food, um, got a little bottle of wine and then came back and I have prepped my dinner, which is something that my mum makes. Part of it is, it's like a potato and a fennel bake. Whenever she does it, not that I've eaten any of her food um, and you, not that I've eaten this in quite a long time, but my memory of it is it's absolutely delicious. And I don't know whether you can relate to this, but whenever I cook anything for myself that has been cooked for me by someone else, it never tastes quite as good. And I don't know whether it's because when somebody else is cooking it, they're just a better cook, or it's because like when I cook, I know for a fact I'm a bit of a mini taster, so I tend to sample things as, as they cook. So the time the dinner actually comes I'm like yeah this isn't exciting anymore because I know what it tastes like maybe it's a combination of both I don't know but anyway that's on cooking and I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to record this podcast so if you're listening to this it it was successful if you are not then you won't be not that you will actually even know so how are you my friend I hope you were doing okay um Just a reminder to be checking in with yourself more than ever right now um, and honouring everything that you are feeling. Um, Very, very important just with everything we've got going on and not to bypass anything that is coming up for you. Um, I know for me, I've been in kind of like a bit of an up up and down state this week. Um, Last night I sat and cried at the news um, and at the inauguration, the poem that Amanda Gorman read, I was crying at what was happening with the floods in the UK and watching these wonderful old ladies being taken out of the house and just how scared and stuff they were, anything. Anyway, it all just kind of got to me and I was just sat (laughs) eating my dinner or eating my tea, as we call it where I'm from, 
eating my tea, actually with tears rolling down my face. And I was like, I could try and stop this, but you know what? I'm not going to. I'm just going to let the floodgates open and go with it. And I did feel better afterwards, as always. Um, And something else that happened today, which is really rather wonderful, was an epic human from Instagram called Sandy basically sent me like the most amazing care package all the way from Germany because I had she'd mentioned that she was making bread because I've been chatting to her in my dms which if you haven't chatted to me in my dms what are you doing come on down let's chat um and I said to her just kind of half jokingly I was like oh my god like I would love to have some of that bread mix and she was like okay let me send you it and I was like okay let's do this But little did I know that what she was going to do was make me a full care package. So I'm just sat looking at it now and I have got two bread mixes. I've got biscuits, I've got chocolate, I've got face masks, I've got candles. I've got all sorts of freaking things. And I'm just like, I was overwhelmed when I saw it because the fact that this human who doesn't really know me had taken this time to put something so thoughtful together and then the time to actually, you know, get it sent to another country... It just really, like, lit my heart up, you know? And just, like, humans are just so epic. Like, seriously, really, I just I just love them so much. So, Sandy, if you're listening, thank you so much. And, you know, just as a reminder to all of us that just, like, even the smallest acts of kindness to another can really, like, change somebody's day or somebody's uh, thought pattern um so when you're going through your weekend or your week or whenever you're listening to this if you see any opportunity where you can just bring a little bit of brightness to somebody else's day please take it you know I'm very often even now in the time of masks and all of that kind of stuff if I can you know make eye contact with somebody and nod the head or you know smile with my eyes at somebody or have a muffled conversation with somebody in a queue or a supermarket um or you know a pass you know as you pass somebody in the street just a nod of head I will do it because actually we never know what is going on inside people's heads we don't know where their mind is taking them and actually sometimes all it takes is for somebody to you know, acknowledge, smile, talk to, to actually be able to take somebody out of a very, um, you know, unhealthy thought pattern or get them out of a place that maybe doesn't feel too good for them. It just takes like literally one thing to help somebody to shift that state into something different. So if you can do something like that in, you know, in the coming days, please, please do it for somebody, you know, and I know it's different now, we can't, you know, show random acts of kindness like we might have once done, but just find some way in this new environment that we're living in to to still be able to do it, because I just think it's so freaking important. So let us dive on into what it is that I actually want to talk to you about today. So I don't know whether this resonates with you, but do you have a limiting belief that you are very, very aware of its, exist- of its existence. Yet, having the awareness and having the logical knowing that this limiting belief is not true, nothing in your life is shifting. 
And maybe it has been like this for quite some time and actually you're just getting really freaking frustrated and pissed off with it because you're just like, why is this still here? I have done the work, I've got the awareness and I am telling myself that the I am not enough story is not true. I am telling myself the I am not lovable story is not true. Yet it really doesn't seem to be making any difference. And everything I do, there always seems to be some block to it because this goddamn limiting belief keeps cropping up. And you can apply this to, you know, maybe a destructive pattern that you have as well. That no matter how much awareness you have around it, it just doesn't seem to go anywhere. And... uh, I hear you so much if you're resonating with that because, you know, I, when I very first started out doing, you know, this uh, deeper inner work, I very clearly understood that one of my limiting beliefs was I am not enough. And I could tell myself that till I was blue in the face, but it made no difference to anything in my life. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like this is a waste of time. I feel like I'm, you know, dog paddling and like, what the hell is even going on here? And what I learned was, and what I want to teach you today is that when we still have a limiting belief or a destructive or limiting pattern that is still appearing in our lives and will not shift, it means that in some way it is still benefiting us. We are still getting something from holding on to believing that limiting belief or continuing to repeat a destructive pattern. We are still getting something from that. So what we are going to look at is the cost v the payoff of holding on to limiting your limiting beliefs or your destructive and limiting patterns. And when we break this down, when it comes to identifying what the cost of believing a limiting belief or to keep repeating a destructive behaviour when it comes to identifying what what that is costing us, that's generally pretty simple because you're looking at, you can identify, you know, what is this stopping me from experiencing or attracting in my life? What is it not allowing me to do or experience? And I can see that it is impacting, you know, my mood and my attitude. So I completely, you know, I I get what it is costing me. So then when we flip it on and I say to you, okay, so there we go. We've got what, we've got what it is costing you, but what is the payoff? How is it still serving you? And this is where you have to start digging a little deeper. And this is where you have to start being you know, really earning your shit and really being honest with yourself about what is going on inside of your head. So when we are looking at how things are, you know, what is the payoff for something, generally, or not generally, 
all of the time, what is happening is the belief or the pattern is keeping you um, safe. It is keeping you in your comfort zone. It is helping to motivate you. It is helping you to receive, to get, sorry, the love or validation or attention that you are needing. Or it is helping you to avoid an an experience that you don't want to have. So let me go into that in a little bit more detail and give you kind of an example because you might still be thinking that I still don't quite get it so if we use the you know my limiting belief the I am not enough if we look at this if we break it down so the costs of you know me not believing I am not good enough were you know it stopped me from speaking my truth it stopped me from um attracting in the right kind of guys to date. It stopped me um, being able to go out into the world and be myself. It stopped me um, going out and experiencing things. Like I would avoid social situations if I felt that I was going to, you know, maybe not fit in. Or I would do the other thing, which would be, I don't feel good enough, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to drink my way through this, or I'm going to take drugs, and then that will make me feel good enough. And obviously that has so many costs, because then, you know, you either get really drunk or off your head and then make a tit of yourself, or you feel, you know, the next day you're beating yourself up for doing it, you feel even worse, or maybe, you know, I made endless bad decisions with men and you know, the list goes on. So the costs, the costs of that story, blatantly obvious, like, you know, I could, I could sit here and list them all day. But when it came to actually digging into what, what were the payoffs of actually keeping, to keep believing I am not good enough, that was where it got a little bit more confusing. And so when, when I was looking at it, it was like, okay, So how is this actually serving me? And what I identified was that by me continuing to believe I am not good good enough, it was helping to motivate me to keep trying because I was so desperate to find the thing that was going to make me feel enough that I, I was constantly going after the next thing. So on the outside, it appeared like I was just like a really motivated person. But on the inside, what was really happening was like sheer desperation. I was like, oh my God, I need to, I need to go and do this thing because this is the thing that's going to make me feel enough. And then I'm going to be able to have the life that I want. And then I'm going to be able to experience contentment and peace. And then life will be okay. And the I am not good enough helped me to avoid disappointment because I would never fully put myself out into the world as me. Because I always feared rejection. And so by me holding on to the I am not good enough, I played small and really held myself back. Um, And by me not believing that I, you know, by me believing I am not good enough, 
it meant that no one could make me feel any worse than than I already did about me. And you know, I didn't I didn't really expect much from myself or the world. So the kind of risk of that letdown was very much lessened. So basically all of that the believing that and telling myself I am not good enough was keeping me safe. It was keeping me in my comfort zone and it was keeping me from experiencing rejection, disappointment or failing. So I hope that kind of explains the cost v the payoff. And what I suggest that you do because obviously I'm going to say to you, if you've got something you're struggling with, what you need to do is now sit down and list out the costs via the payoffs for you. And what I would suggest you do is you, you start the sentence with, I believe I am not good enough and it stops me from. And then list out all of your costs. And then when you're then flipping it and looking at your payoffs, if I believe, the sentence would be, if I believe I am not good enough, it, and then just free write into all of the things that it helps you to do. So I hope that kind of makes some sense to you. And this exercise is so important and so powerful. Because what happens is that when you are able to identify what the pay payoff is for you um, still believing your limiting beliefs and you still sticking to repeating the same destructive behaviours over and over again, you can then find another way to receive the same payoff, so to receive the thing that you are looking for, but without it actually limiting you. So I'm going to go into that in just a second. Um, But what I also want to do is to point out something else that I have noticed very much in a lot of women that I mainly have kind of like consultations with is I will often have somebody come in on a discovery call with me And they will say, yes, definitely on the form. I definitely want to change. I am ready to do this. Yes, I'm ready to invest. All of the things. But then even when they say yes on the call, very often then what happens is they will get off the call and then go into this kind of... um, narrative this limiting narrative and all of their limiting beliefs basically come flying into their head louder than probably they've ever heard it before and start telling them that you know they are not worthy of making this investment in they are not worthy of investing in themselves and they bring forward all of the evidence as to you know why you are not worth investing in why they can't trust themselves why if they do this that you know all of these all of these stories that we all know go on in our head and so what happens is then is that they 
they they pay the cost because basically, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. So by not investing in themselves and doing something different, they then go back into their own, you know, where they were before, even though they they know that they want to change. So the cost of that is very obvious. The payoff, on the other hand, is again, not so obvious. So when we're looking at the payoff for that, is it stops them from experiencing things they don't want to experience. So, you know, they don't have to experience the discomfort of change. They don't have to experience perhaps the discomfort of looking at themselves on a deeper level. And they're avoiding any chance that they're going to be disappointed or any chance of potential failure of, you know, putting themselves into this work and, you know, not not being able to see it through because they're not trying. And so the payoff is that it is keeping them safe. So by not by continuing to nearly invest in themselves, but not quite, they they're not risking failure or disappointment and they keep themselves safe and in alignment with old beliefs such as I am not worthy, I can't trust myself, um, I am not enough to be doing this, I am useless, like all of those things. Because the other thing that happens is that in your in your mind's attempt to keep you safe, it likes to make sure that you stay aligned with your old limiting beliefs because the limiting beliefs, even though you know that they are not true and they are not helping you, they are familiar. And often the mind confuses familiar with safe. And because the mind is always looking for safety, it will do everything in its power to make sure that you stay aligned with these old and familiar limiting beliefs. So that is just another little example that I wanted to give to you, um, just to give you a bit more context as to all the different ways that this kind of, um, first of all, that this exercise can be applied to, um, and also all of the different ways that it can show up that with, you know, with us not having any awareness around it, how much havoc it can actually create in our lives. So how do we deal with this, I hear you cry? So what needs to happen is you need to take the belief, so the limiting belief, so say it is, I am not enough. Identify what the payoff is. So say the payoff is, um, I don't feel safe. So the payoff is I am looking for safety by telling myself I am not enough. You then need to look for another belief and replace it. So you need to tell yourself, you need to affirm to yourself this new belief. So if it is around you keeping yourself safe, you could use something like, um, I can fully trust myself and I am safe no matter what or if it is the limiting belief that is coming up is I am unlovable and that is you are using the payoff for that is it is preventing you from being disappointed and hurt 
and experiencing pain. So when you see that pattern appearing, you would be like, okay, so I can hear that I am starting to tap into the I am unlovable belief and I'm starting to believe it. Actually, I know that that's not true. And I know what it is actually trying to do is stop me from, you know, it's trying to protect me and stop me from being hurt. So then what you can do is replace that belief with I am lovable. I'm willing to open my heart. So it's just about taking the belief, the limiting belief, and finding some way of reframing it that helps you to incorporate the payoff. So you're giving yourself what you need, but without all of the costs. And then the next step is obviously you need to sit and evaluate when you, you know, when you have these payoffs v cost you need to look at, is the payoff greater than the cost? And nine times out of 10, yes, it will be. And then it's about taking action, my friend. You know, forgiving yourself for, um, you know, going, getting to this point and allowing, you know, these beliefs that you had to cost you so much, because I know quite often there can be a lot of, oh, I need to punish myself, I'm so stupid, which just leads you down a hole or the rabbit hole. And that's just never what needs to happen. But now you need to take an action step towards the reframed belief, because obviously we know that affirmations are great and telling yourself new things is great, but what actually changes your reality is your actions. And you take baby steps with this. Don't try and do it all at, all at once. So you need to then do kind of like the opposite of what you would have done in the past. When you were still looking to get that same payoff. So for example, if, you know, the you haven't been going out on dates because you believe that you, you know, you've been living by the limiting belief, I am unlovable, then obviously an action step for that is to, you know, go out on a date. Or if you have been um, stopping yourself applying for a new job because, you know, your limiting belief of I am not enough so I'll never get the job anyway, has been ruling the roost because it's been trying to keep you safe, then your action step is going to be, okay, I'm going to apply for that job that I want. But please just keep it small. And, you know, going back to like the language analogy that I love so much for when you're doing this work is that you wouldn't try and learn seven different languages at once. Well, you know, for, for, for the average the average juror on the street, seven learning seven languages at one time is probably not the thing you want to be doing. So treat this as you're learning a new language. So upgrading your belief system is like learning a new language. So you need to just do it one thing at a time. And once you consistently start believing your new thoughts and taking the actions that match the new thoughts you will no longer need the limiting beliefs. So they will start to become quieter and quieter because you're creating the payoff with your new and updated belief. 
So I hope that this has made some kind of sense to you. Um, and this, along with many other teachings, are available in my mega beautiful wonderful course time to thrive and right now the vip option is open for applications so i am currently looking for three women who are ready to quash through these limiting beliefs who are ready to start having a better relationship with themselves and really start thriving in life, really start getting out there and start living a juicy as fuck life because maybe you are sick and tired of letting years and years pass by without you ever taking any real action to change things for yourself. And you deserve this. So applications for the VIP are open right now, but you also have the option to just get the course only. Maybe you're more of a, a solo rider. Um, and with the course itself, I've actually added on, you get a monthly um, call, big group coaching call. So you still get some touch point um, with me to have your questions answered and to receive live coaching. So if you need a bit more handholding, then the VIP option is going to be the one for you. But I really urge you to get your applications um, in. Uh, I've already had um, a lot of women apply. So I'm just going through the applications now and doing calls and stuff this week. So if that is something that you're even considering, head to the link in the show notes and you can apply it there. And if you are just interested in doing the course only, you can also in the show notes, there will be a link to do that. So you can read in detail more about the course um, all of the things. And of course, as always, if you have any questions, reach out to me on the gram of Insta or hit me up on the little message button that there is on here. Um, but I appreciate you so very, very much. Any questions, reach out and I shall speak to you. See you, love you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Thrive with Duff podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave me some stars. And while you're over there, do not forget to hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. If you have friends, gal pals, your mom, anyone that you feel that would benefit from any of the episodes, I would be so grateful if you could share because I am on a mission to make sure that I empower as many women as I possibly can to be able to start thriving in their life. Until the next episode, my friend, take care. I'll speak to you soon.